Hey everyone, welcome to Admit One with G-Money. Today we have model, actress, social media personality, and founder of the Web3 community, Siren Girls. At only 25, she's already been named Sports Illustrated Rookie of the Year, been a contestant on Dancing with the Stars, and owns her own activewear line, Ren Active, on top of building a follower base of over 16 million people on Instagram. She'll be talking about her jump into the Web3 space with the mission to bridge the gap between Web2 and Web3 by educating women on blockchain utility and mental health while bringing real value to in real life spaces. Please welcome Alexis Wren. Hi, Alexis. How are you? Hey, I wish I could have had a cool introduction for you. And this is G-Money. <laughs> I mean, that, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Man, everyone's G-Money with a really cool face. Crypto punk. Yeah, I mean, I know we were talking about it before. We got to get you a crypto punk after, I know. after the episode. That'd be sick. I um, love that. Yeah, but first off, I want to I wanna thank you for coming on the show. I know, so I'm currently in London at the moment, and uh, you're in LA at the moment? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, tra traveling in and out of Europe for a little bit, and I was like, I just want to be home. So yeah. I'm going to be in LA for a little bit. Um, is London your home? Or no. Or? No, I'm, I'm usually based out of Puerto Rico, but I've been okay. in Europe for the last two months. So like, this is kind of like the last week of my tour before I go home. Like, I, I totally hear you with uh, getting homesick where I'm like, I just want to I leave just so I can come back. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, um, were, were you anywhere? Gonna, can I ask you yeah. about Puerto Rico? Because I'm really curious about- um, No, I'm originally from, from New York. Uh, my parents are from Ecuador and Uruguay, but I moved gotcha. to PR about five years ago. Amazing. How do you like it? I've heard one. Yeah, I mean, it's it. it's great. It's definitely like I lived in New York City before I moved there. So it's definitely a change of pace, um, which takes some getting used to. But, you know, it, it's yeah. good. I'm only three and a half hours away from Manhattan. So um, whenever I want to go back, I can go back. Fire. Yeah, it's that yeah. island life. Yeah, I mean, I love I, that. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing all of this so I can just go back. to it, Exactly. Right. <laughs> are, are you from did you grow up on an island or no? I wish that would have been wonderful. I, I, I was born and raised in hmm. Santa Monica. Um, but I definitely, when I found island life and that way of living, I was just like, <laughs> why didn't anyone tell me about this sooner? This is insane. Um, so I make it my priority to, to get back there. It also really helps ground me with my intentions in oh. society <laughs> as if I'm like completely not in society um, when I'm on an island, which kind of feels like it sometimes, especially if the Wi-Fi goes yeah. out, you're just like, well, that's all I can do. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. No, I, I totally hear you. Yeah. I, I think one of the things that I, I've really grown to love, like I'm like, I'm a born and raised New Yorker. So I love like the city, but one of the things I've really grown to love living down there is like going for like walks on the beach and just like how, like relaxing that is right and how you can get out of your head there's really nothing like it um, yeah well you just realize there's like not much to do when you're in a city you're just like there's so much i have yeah. to do and then you get to an island and you're right. like what was i yeah. what and the days are so much longer i think time is slower there it's just you get to appreciate yeah. it no it really bit. allows you to like slow down and like stop and smell the roses for a little bit um, but yeah, no, thank you for coming on. Uh, I guess for those uh, in the audience that might not be uh, aware of who you are, can you like give like a brief background of, you know, like you're 25, you're so accomplished, like, 
you know, how did you get started and how did you end up in like the position you're at right now? Oh, God, there's so many factors. Um, but I, I do want to say one of the biggest factors is that my mom homeschooled me. So I was never in the education system. And from a very young age, I was able to ask myself, what do you want to do? And then put my attention to it very early because I had all of this time to do that. My mom was very, uh, she focused on creativity and um, strengthening our talents and desires. And I really have that to thank for where I am at such a young age. Um, and from that, I was able to question a lot of things at a very young age. And then from that, I was able to kind of like, I don't know, I, I look at life as a video game and it's like, I got a few, um, you know, red shells in Mario Kart, just like figuring it out. Um, I always loved being in front of the camera. I was, I was on the internet at a very young age because being homeschooled, you were at home a lot. I was able to connect with people at a very young age because I was homeschooled, social, like Facebook, social media, Tumblr, like it was just my way of connecting. I think it was a, a lot of people's ways. Uh, I just kind of took it to the next level of like that being my space to socialize. And I started to fall in love with the idea of modeling the Victoria's Secret girls, like that embodiment of like women empowerment. It, I, I was obsessed. I was like, this is... I don't know what is going on here, but I want to feel what they, um, you know, how they feel, what their vibe is. And so uh, I manifested very quickly to be signed to a modeling agency. And then I started traveling very, very young. I, at 14, I lived in Tokyo for um, six months. And I just, I, I grew up very quickly because of modeling. Um, I think also being homeschooled, I wasn't necessarily around kids my age. I was just kind of around who I was around. And so I, um, I being around adults that just treated you like an adult, even though you were 14 years old, it really matures you in a beautiful way, right? Because you don't feel less than. Um, so that was like a very interesting programming that I had at a very young age. I kind of was just very used to being around adults. Um, and social media came was was up and coming through all of this process and um when instagram came around i was just working full-time as a model i was doing like the e-com runs i don't know i don't know you guys don't know much about e-com but it's not fun it's front side back 200 pieces a day you're in like a <laughs> warehouse um but i was just stoked to be working at such a young age and um i was very grateful and i just started sharing some of that on social media and this was around the time when it was like, you know, the Wild West, anything goes, this isn't um, a marketing platform. This is just social, like it's just yeah. for the fun of it and started to share my life more and more. Um, I started traveling the world with um, a boyfriend at the time. And that's when things really started to blow up because this was the first time where you could romanticize over other people's lives, you know, and I, we, we kind of took that leap to be like, let's travel, like, let's go together. I also had, um, the loss of my mother as she, she, um, died of cancer when I was 17. So I didn't have anything, um, tethering me to staying in LA. And so the traveling really launched me into my next phase of, of evolution in my own consciousness, but then also, um, meeting people and connecting with people and, 
um, it just grew very, very quickly. So I, I it, around, you know, by, yeah, 18, it was millions of people um, had all of their eyes on us. And it was a surreal experience. I didn't know what was happening. No one did, you know, on social media, it's like, no one knows what's what was happening. And I think there was something very pure about that. I still remember when I think it was Forbes or like Elite Daily or something um, called us influencers, and I didn't I didn't understand that word. I didn't know what it was. Um, I didn't like the word. <laughs> I never have really never really liked that word <laughs> ever. <laughs> Everyone's like actually put that word um, because it, it doesn't. It, it's not an accurate representation of what what is actually happening because. Um, we weren't influencing anything. We were just, we were living and, and, and people were inspired by that. But I, I, I don't know. It, it gets milky with that word, but I, I deal with it too. Um, what I'm, kind of, I'm classified as an influencer yeah. as well. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really like that term at all. And it's, I, I hope they come up with another. I just hate all of it. I'm like content creator, influencer, like it, it just all sucks. I'm like, this is just all we've been, it, what we've been doing in real life is just now on the computer and we're trying to like put a word to it. And it's just like, no, I'm, I'm a model actress and I'm me. That's, and it's just online now too. Like I, I don't, for a while I, I thought social media was a career and now it's like, no, it's a tool. It's a tool. It's a bike. It gets me from here to there. That's great. I don't have to put my whole self-worth on it. Um, but when I was that young and there was so many people following me at such a young age, I, it was like a lifeline. It was like, well, as long as I have this, I'm okay. And so that be, that was, that manifested in a lot of unhealthy habits of like needing the validation, the dopamine hits. And it was just, um, my mental health just, and I hadn't grieved my mom. So there was a lot of things that, um, hit in order for me to get to a point where I was like, what am I actually doing for people? How can I actually give real value? I think, real value is something that is um hard to find but is everywhere at the same time and i was like how can i give that pe like where in myself can i actually give real value it'll actually help these people that follow me and actually help these girls that follow me because this um competitive fashion industry uh i worked with this brand you didn't get this brand that you're not, you know, you're here. It's just, it's a very, um, one, it's made up and two, um, it's not sustainable in if we all want to live in harmony, which I like and want to do. So when I kind of had enough with social media in the sense of the way I was going about it, I, um, worked very, very hard. I almost kind of went backwards because my mom, she's very progressive, progressive, very spiritual, taught me a lot of things, but I kind of forgot all that during this like social media. Whoop. So I went back to all of those teachings and, um, that really has a lot to do like with why I'm, I'm now heading into web three now, which it's just, it's the, just the progression. People are like, why are you going to web three? I'm like, because that's where, that's where, <laughs> that's where we're all going. <laughs> like, I don't know. Some people might get there. Cause I'm like, but that's just the path. So. Um, yeah, so that was like, okay, let's figure out what's going on here. And I had to do a lot of mental health work. I, I, I worked really hard on, um, reprogramming myself, really. Like I look at myself like a computer. I was like, I just need to think new thoughts, figure out a new system, update the hard drive. Um, and then from there I was like, okay, now 
how do I want to take this knowledge and then give it back? So I didn't know this was a couple years ago. I had no idea. Um, I was still trying to navigate my own career. This was around the time of Dancing with the Stars, uh, Sports Illustrated Dancing with the Stars. Um, so I kind of just let life take me for a little bit. I was like, I'll go do this. Um, I fell back in love with dancing, which was very divine for me as a person to kind of put me in as a, as a whole of who I am. And um, I just kept asking myself that question. I was like, how can I give back? Um, how can I get uh, these girls that follow me or whoever that needs it off of social media, off of this um, kind of God complex uh, social media structure into something more healthy and um, right. that I can actually service them. And so that's kind of been like, that's like in the last two years, that's what's been manifesting with like Web3, with my online community, We Are Warriors, which I'm sure we'll get into, but it's been a long journey. Um, <laughs> I'm very lucky to have learned how to trust my intuition at a very young age. And I thank my mother for that. Um, so, you know, I, I always find it very interesting. People are like, what do you do? Who are you? What's your job titles? And I'm just like, ah, I almost feel like, especially with Web3 now, everything's so nuanced and there isn't one career and the education system doesn't um, doesn't guarantee jobs anymore. And it's really just, it, it. I think when we talk about, and I hate using the hype words, but when we talk about community, it's like, that's what the that's what the community purpose is for like you know for instance um you know my sister went to be a dental hygienist and we happened to have my godmother as a, a, a dentist and she was like you have a job as soon as you're done and it's like we wouldn't like that type of connection and relationship and, and community to like hold each other up um that's what's missing in, in web 2 so i was like very curious going into web 3 being like is this what i think it is because i've been looking for real life right. community my whole life and yeah um, i mean i, I yeah. want to get into that in a moment That's i like, just i have a couple of questions that you know i'm i just i'm still thinking about is like one it's i think it's interesting uh as somebody that is a big personality on instagram right like you understand the toxicity of like you know putting all your your let's say self-worth on like that hit of dopamine or what people's reactions are right and like you know i've been growing my following over the last year and a half and like one of the things that i struggle with sometimes is like not everybody's gonna like you you know what i mean like just the law of large numbers at some point you know yeah. people will be like fuck this guy and like for no other reason than that they just yeah. don't like it right like they don't they just felt yeah. like your time is, is good now. I, I, I find that very interesting with, with fame in general. It's like, and, and we do it. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm saying it from like a self um, reflective perception. It's like, I will have a moment where I'm like, your time's <laughs> yeah. done, you can go down now. Like it's, you're good. And I have to catch myself. Cause I'm like, that's not how I want people to treat me. And so it, yeah, it, once again, like, yes, there's a lot of, mental health downsides to fame, but it also is when you simplify it, right? We're kind of just, we're really complicated. Humans make everything really complicated, but it is like, everything is very simple. I think a lot of the times and our emotions kind of just are like, but what about this? What about this and all these scenarios? And you're just like, no, it's just, this is actually what's happening right now. Um, with fame, it's just a tool. I've been really using that word a lot. I'm like, it's just a tool to, and, and I always tell the girls I mentor, if, uh, you don't know, um, it doesn't matter how many people hear your voice if you don't know what it stands for. And so fame, 
which has been a little um, dangerous for young girls because they get the fame before they get an understanding of who they are now, which is what happened to me. Um, and so they have to almost like backtrack and be like, but what do I want to bring to the world? What do I want to give? Now I have millions and millions of people like expecting me to do shit. And anything I do is going to be under a like microscope of everyone's opinion. And and it's, it's super hard, but it's also the greatest oppor It's one of the greatest opportunities because, um, when you find that thing that is yours and it truly aligns with who you are and, and elevates you to your best self. Um, having that audience to, to hold you up is, is a beautiful thing. So it is uh, with anything. And I'm a huge fan of paradoxes. I live everything with, um, the belief that it's true to an extent, you know, I use that word a lot to an extent. Um, so it's, uh, once again, it's, it's perception. You just got to take it as this perception, but finding your voice outside of the, um, fame is very hard. And I have a lot of love and empathy for girls that are going through that right now. And, I, and, and what's, what I, I, I can't stress enough is that everyone's going through this at a certain point because everyone's on social media and everyone has a following and everyone is, is trying to showcase their work in some way on social media. So we're all going through this collectively. Like, that's why I laugh at the influencer thing. Cause I'm like, everyone is like, everyone is an like everyone is trying to influence what the fuck they're doing and that's cool and that's amazing um what i don't like and what i'm excited about web3 is is uh, instagram could just be like meh bye yeah change the <laughs> and like, or whatever wait what Sorry. yeah just like meh we don't we're gonna <laughs> focus on video fuck you photographer like it's just I, that makes me so angry because I know so many people that have spent, you know, 10 years on social media, like, and has really helped the cultural phenomenon of social media and the, the company, the tech company itself doesn't give a fuck. They're just like, eh, they don't care. And that's so sad because they're neglecting the community aspect of all of this. Um, so that's why web three one of the reasons why I just, I'm like, okay. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I, I want to get into how you found Web3 in a second, but I'm just, I'm super interested because you said, I mean, first off, I want to commend you on being like, I feel like you're wise beyond your years. Like, I'm always like, I get like a little bit of jealous. Like when I meet somebody that's so young, that is like, has so much wisdom, right? you know? Like, oh, Me man. too. Yeah. When I meet like and an 18 like, year old. Oh man, I'm like, yeah. you, you figured it out. I'm like, it took me another 15 years, right? Like. Fuck. And like, so I'm like, I, I, I want to commend you on that. That's amazing. Uh, and like, I, I think part of that, what you alluded to is kind of being homeschooled and, you know, not necessarily being brought up in the traditional education system. When um, you kind of started focusing on your spirituality again, or your mental health, what was it that you, uh, like, what practices were you studying? Or like, how was it that you kind of got your emotional balance in check again? I'm so happy you asked this question. Cause it's like, that's the value, right? It's like, that's what people need to hear. Um, there's a bunch of different practices I do. One of the ones that was life-changing and it sounds so silly, but um, it's the foundation of everything. It's our breath. So breath work to me was life-changing. I got certified. I did like a really intense um, two weeks where I did like an hour of breath work every day. And, and if you, and breath work, it's just basically you're over oxygenating your body with a certain type of breath work 
And um, you do it for anywhere from like five minutes to an hour. And depending on how far you want to go, what happens is um, trauma stored, trauma and memories is stored like in our flesh and our body all over. Um, and that's why like sometimes you're tighter in one area than the other because you have an emotion that's been stuck in there. And it sounds really like woo and spiritual, but it's just like, that's actually just, it's just true. Like it's not, I'm not trying to, you know, say, oh, look at the spirituality of all of it. No, it actually is um, where we store our emotions, right? Because when we don't, if we, if I feel something and I don't feel it, or if I feel something and I push it down and, I, and then I forget about it, the emotion doesn't go away. It just goes somewhere else. Um, and that's why sometimes like I always joke because like last week I stubbed my toe and I started bawling uncontrollably and I was like, I don't think this is about the stubbed toe. Like I should probably look, you know, we, we have um, our, our emotions there. They're, they're, they tell us, you know, what's going on. And so that we can process it. Therefore, it doesn't manifest into a physical illness. Um, so when it came to breath work, over oxygenate your body, it's crazy. You get all these weird sensations. Your hands start to like look like dinosaur claws. It's it's not I mean, fun. It, um, but you all of these emotions come up and it's insane. Yeah, no, it's it's funny you say that because like I feel say? like um I mean I've heard this somewhere where they people say that like breath work is like the original drug, right? It's like you if you want to have an out of body experience, you can just really do it with like, you know every single one of my uh, breath work friends slash teachers they're all crazy addicts. they were they were they were like crazy addicts and now they're breathwork coaches so yeah it's the true it's it's the craziest high it is it is really a crazy i've done some high. breath work myself um, and like uh, it's been like some of like the most yeah. like it's been better than like almost any high i've ever had from like any anything right it's like it's, it's really really crazy uh, yeah. how just breathing affects that yeah yeah, I mean, breath, breath is, it comes, it, there, it's breath and then body and then and then mind. So it's just like, you can, if you go through the pillars, if you can control your breath and you can control your body, then you control your mind. So it really is um, the, the foundation of everything. And you think like, you think you can think your way out of this, right? You think you can think your way out of the pain. Um, but sometimes stalling and trying not to feel the pain is more painful than just feeling the pain. Um, so that was the, the, one of the, the understandings I came to. Um, so I was like, I guess I'm going to have to do the breath work really intensely and just like see what comes up. And it was a, an insane week of, uh, a lot of realizations, a lot of crying, a lot of screaming. Like I, I fully, uh, not to get too like, but it was a lot, it was a lot. Um, so that's an amazing tool. I recommend every single person to do it. I want us to start implementing it into, schools as young as five years old like I, I that should be foundation work um is learning your breath um another thing which is like once again it doesn't seem like a big deal but journaling is huge because what you're doing is you're starting to see all of the thoughts that is a product of you like your identity and um i think it's 95 percent to even more and i could be wrong i'm not very good with statistics um 95% of your thoughts are actually patterns and the thought, they're the same thoughts over and over again um, every single day. And I'm butchering that study, but you guys can look it up if you want to. Um, so journaling helps you start to see the patterns and be like, oh, I don't know. And, and, and it's just an analyzation, right? And nothing's judgment. It's just like, okay, do I like that I think this a lot? Do I like that I feel this way a lot? Do I like, you, you start to 
get to choose, right? You, you, you get to, and then this is where the self-awareness comes from. I do this thing called subconscious writing, which is very, very helpful. And an acting coach actually taught this to me and it's been very beneficial. I do this with the girls in the community. Um, it's where you write as fast as you can. <laughs> so you get a paper and you just write, you do not, and you write everything that comes to your brain, like literally the stupidest things. Like, I don't know why I'm writing this kind of hungry, kind of need to pee, like, I don't know what I'm doing this for, blah, blah, blah. You just like, you go through your exact thoughts. And at some point, you're going to break through into the subconscious. And that's where all of this, this, whatever, you know, is it needs to come up will come up and you come to a lot of realizations. And you can also do it where you have an intention, right? Like I want to, I want to subconscious write about my childhood. And then you write about it as fast as you can. And what it does is it triggers all these memories that you forgot about. Um, so it's really fascinating. Um, yoga is another thing that once again, I think even though a lot of people do it, I still don't think a lot of people understand what it actually is. Like it is actually medicine for the body. So, um, you get, you actually get prescribed poses, right? I don't, I think it's, if you go to India, they will prescribe you a pose. If your back hurts, they're going to be like, you can do this pose for five minutes a day. Um, so it's not just like a dance, um, it actually hits different things. Like I, um, I love activating my pineal gland, which is like, uh, you do a lot of forehead to knee positions, but it's, it, it's not just, you know, to be flexible or to do this. And it is a combination of breath as well. So that's mm -hmm. actual physical medicine that has really changed my life. It saved my life a lot of times, to be honest with you. Um, I was a ballerina for, uh, now 20 years. I still am. And if I wouldn't have had yoga, I'm fairly certain I would have had a serious injury right now because yoga has um, taught me how to position my body correctly so right. that I don't um, injure it. So that is yeah, I mean, another one. Oh my yeah. God, there's, All right. there's a lot. <laughs> there's yeah. a lot, but I will we'll stop there. But those are, I think, like really right. good tools. To yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's, that's amazing. Like I said, I think your wisdom is is amazing and you should be proud of that and being able to kind of um you know utilize yeah. your your reach and kind of help other people i think is is super important um the question i have for you is how did you find web3 right like you know and what what attracted you to it i think you kind of alluded alluded to it before but i'd love to hear like what your initial thoughts were and, and how you came to it yeah so i wrote in my notes kind of back to like this okay, what do I, how do I want to give value back? I wrote in my notes in 2017, like I want to build a community um, where I can help girls. And I didn't know what that meant, but I feel like notes are kind of like this prophecy that you fulfill. Like, I don't know, everyone's notes is just like, I could be the next Messiah, I don't know, or this is dumb, I don't know, I can't tell. And like, you're like self, you're, you're manifesting things that you completely forgot about because it's in your notes. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure like my notes is like my secret manifester. I'll just write something down and then, um, a couple years later, it'll manifest, but it started to manifest around COVID because um, people were stuck at home. I knew that uh, getting physical exercise during this time was really important, especially um, for my young ladies. And so I opened um, We Are Warriors, which is, it, it's cute. They kind of named it themselves. Like I didn't, like it was all them, um, but it just started off as a workout program i had a live call with them every friday it was a, it was a one month how many, program how many people and to help them how many answer questions oh i don't i don't know but it was i 
it was a lot. Right. I mean, I would say like 500, right. or like 500 to a thousand. Like, it, I mean, not everyone came onto right. the live. That's how I'm remembering the live calls. But I think a, like a lot of people signed up for yeah. the actual fitness program. But what I fell in love with was the live calls. I was like, this is amazing. Like I get to talk to these girls. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel like an Instagram live where it's just like, oh, let me answer your questions. It's like, no, we're actually, we're having conversations just like this. And I was so in love with the format. I was like, how can we bridge this out? How can we make this like more based on this? Um, and then that's when kind of the talk around NFT communities came in. And I was like, what does that mean? Um, how can we, you know, put two and do together? Um, so for me, I, I came from an understanding of like, what does NFTs do for communities as opposed to like right. NFTs and then communities. Um, so like I learned about NFTs as I needed them, which was really, which was really a cool way to learn about them. Um, all right, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. And so then I guess at what point were you like, all right, I'm like, it's time for me to just go full blown web three and like convert. Cause I assume, so the name of your project is called uh, Siren Girls. And that's building on the mission mm -hmm. that you started with yeah. uh, the Warriors. Yeah, so we're Warriors, it's more, it's a younger demographic and it's not so much for people in web three yet. Um, and we through we are warriors we actually built a tech platform called stage which is actually an nft a gated nft education platform because we knew that this was like me being homeschooled i was like i know that this is going to create the new wave of education for people and i want to be on the frontier of that so through we are warriors we built like around we are warriors we built a tech platform which was really cool because it was like we just created whatever the community needed so it's a very like it just it has everything it needs um and then I was like, okay, this is amazing. I love that we can offer these kinds of services. Now I wanna transition this into Web3, right? Because um, I want people, the people right now in Web3, I want them to understand the, the, the practices that I'm um, trying to implement. Um, but we've, we've like brought it out even more, like We're Warriors now has like financial education, investment education, tax education, like we basically any gap that the school system right. neglected, I'm like, I'll fill. Um, and so that's similar with sirens. It was like, okay, mental health is the foundation for everything. It's it's a really like hype talk right now. Cause it's just like mental health, mental health. And it's just like, it's just as simple as like people who feel good do good. And so that's like just better for all of this. So mm. how can we help that move quicker? Um, so that was the idea around sirens was like, how can we bring um, one still have a physical place because we do want to build like an actual um, like eco retreat place so that people can go because I think it's very important that as we move into the metaverse, we still have places that are grounded and, um, you know, I I'm very interested in building something that is in harmony with nature as opposed to just like sitting on top mm -hmm. of it, kind of how our cities are. Um, so creating a community in a physical location while on top of it, giving, um, people the tools for, um, right. staying to stay grounded through these times, because these really are going, I believe personally that the people, um, that are in, that are on web three right now are going to be running some really big things, right? We're still at such a, it's such like a. We're still beginning stage like it's just yeah. it's, so, I mean, I it's so early yeah that, that's a tagline right? I like, joke. I was like oh we're still early but like it's it's really the truth 
And like, to me, it's like, it's super. <laughs> it's, and like, to me, it's super refreshing to meet somebody like me personally, like I have a gratitude journal that I write in every morning. And I usually write down five things that I'm grateful for on uh, my Twitter and my Instagram. I've implemented a practice of every Sunday morning, I write down one thing that I'm grateful for and just ask people what they're grateful for too, right? Because to your point is like, when you feel good, you do good, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. if you have positive vibes and like, I mean, I remember mm -hmm. I used to listen to this podcast, I forgot what it was called, but one of the things, uh, and this, the, the interviewer would ask these high performers, like, what is the key to your success? And I'd say like something like 70 or 80% of them would reply, like just having that, the attitude of gratitude, right? Of like keeping a gratitude journal, just being, no matter how hard life gets, cause you know, life is not smooth. Just being grateful for the things that you do. <laughs> I didn't sign up to be here. <laughs> yeah. I would so, not have. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like, um, I, I, yeah. to me, it's like really refreshing to, you know, to hear uh, somebody like yourself coming into the space and really focus on that. Because I think also to your point is like when you spend so much time in front of the screen and you're trying to get those, you know, you're getting those dopamine hits from likes and replies and whatever, like it does tax on you emotionally at some point, you know, and it's like you have to have the. Yeah. And and like we're 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 all addicts, like we're all addicts. So I just I just tell people I'm like addicts are just habits. But like in, but there, it's like, do you want to use your your uh, your addict mentality to ruin yourself or help yourself? Because you'll get rewards. You'll you'll feel good either way. You just have to get through that initial like push through. Like that's why with um, physical wellness, it has to go hand in hand. Like you can't talk about mental health unless you also talk about physical health as well. It it it, it is. I mean, we're just once again we're computers. Like where it's this is just the hard drive. And it's like, how do we keep the hard drive clean? Keep it updated. Like this is, it's all, it's a lot of work. Like being human is a lot of work, but feeling good is a lot of work. I tell people that I'm like, it's not easy to feel good. Like you have to work at it. Um, but it's like, do you want to be in pain, just sitting in pain? Or do you want to be in pain changing to feel good? Like there is, you're gonna, the pain's there regardless. So you might as well, you know, I, 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 I always equate this to like stretching. It's like, yeah, my back pain sucks. Also stretching sucks, but stretching also kind of feels good too. And like when you can start to reprogram yourself to be like, no, that actually feels good. This actually feels good. Me working out feels good. Um, that's when you start to have a healthier relationship to everything else around you because your relationship with your body is the foundation, just like how it's, right. and, and it's all one thing too, right? Like that's, uh, people are like, you know, with, with mental health, I still feel like it's very much so here when people think about mental health. And I was like, and, and for me, it's been the opposite. I've been an act like an athlete, a dancer, like I, I get all of my dopamine hits from physical fitness. Like I actually suck at meditating. Like I have to do something physical. Um, and I always tell people too, I'm like, meditation is just a state of mind. You don't need to sit there and be like, Ooh, no, I, go, go for a walk. Go do like, yeah. you don't have to be still it's yeah. It's just flow state. Right. So it's like, what gets you into flow state? Um, mental health doesn't have to be, it's not boring. It's not yeah. you trying to shut yourself up. That's not the goal. Um, the goal is that one moment where you're like, Oh, I don't want to be thinking about that. What else do I want to think about that? That is, that is meditation. That self-awareness, that mode of like, Oh, I actually don't want to be thinking this. I'm going to go over right. here. That's that's what you're acquiring. 
um it's not this like magical like unicorn place you go to where you just yeah like, i, I no i i, I totally no. agree and i guess a, a question i have and i'm sure a lot of people in the audience no it's like what's the reception been like from from your community and like you know what do you think yeah and i guess a, a question that i i just that popped up while you were explaining that is like how do you plan on onboarding people right like how do you plan on getting girls that are in uh we are warriors to be part of um the sirens community i mean that's the cool thing with community it's like once you truly have connections to these like i know all these girls by name you know and i've been working with them for two years like it's like they're my students or they're mm. my and i'm also their student you know um so I, I, we're all we're all <laughs> in this together I don't know. That's kind of how I see it. And, and they feel the same way. So it's like, this isn't just, uh, this is the difference between Web2, right? Web2, it's like, follow me, follow me, like, da, da, da. and then in Web3, it's more so like, let's, let's figure join it out. together. Let's like join forces. Um, yeah. And so that with that implemented, I'm not so afraid of, you know, suddenly everyone trying to tear mm -hmm. me down because they know me. Um, and that's like one of my goals with sirens is like people to know me and, and, and it's, I'm a friend right. to <laughs> an extent, you know, <laughs> to an extent, um, uh, you know, boundaries and all that stuff. But it, it, this is it, once again, like, I can't accurately ask that answer that because like we haven't launched sirens yet. And I'm, and this is what's mm -hmm. so cool. It's like, it's a self discovery as well. Um, but I don't consider anything that, I mean, I, I truly, this is how I feel. I don't consider anything that happens, um, with sirens of failure. It's just information because it's just like, just keep going. We keep learning. Like that's the whole, the whole point of it. And our, our intention is so pure. So it's just like, I, I follow that intention more so. And I'm like, I know people are going to jump onto this because one, people want to help, like people really do. People want to teach, people want to give value. Um, people want to be a part of something that's good. Like it's good, it's just good business to, to do good now. I think that's like the, the transition. And so I have no doubt that like people are gonna get um, involved, but also like it's more for me too, like to enter this, uh, this Web3 community, right? Cause it is, I still think it, there's, it's on a small or scale, like everyone knows everyone, everyone's taught, like it really is its own thing. So I wanna enter into your guys' space and be like, ha, here to help. Like, you know, like, let me know if there's anything I can do. This is like the things that we're teaching, these are the things we're giving, this is what we wanna do. Um, and then how can we help you? Like that's, that's what's so exciting for me is like, I'm actually becoming a part of your guys' community. It's not just me like, Right. Hoping I, I, I guess I have uh, in a question about, let's say, if, how many NFTs will you be distributing? Um, how many 10, NFTs 000. will you Okay, be and I see 10, that they're soul bound, so that they will be non-transferable. Mm -hmm. Is what's, yeah, mm -hmm. what's, the re what's the reason I'm for that? I'm just super curious. Sorry, go on. Soul bound? I mean, they're not soul bound, are they? We switched no, them over to soul bound. Not. No, they're not. I think that was more oh, so about. Can you explain uh, what you no, are no, I was like, wait, what? Tokens. Are you calling them soulbound tokens? Okay. Yes. Yes. Well, I think what uh, when when we talk about soulbound tokens, okay. it's more so on like the education aspect because, like, with Stage, our tech platform, like, it's okay. going to be soulbound SVTs as SVT platform eventually, where it's like, the, if you complete the course, right? It's like when you, you can't transfer. When you, 
somebody else. When you, it's done. You have it. I think this is like what our yeah. passports are going to be, our driver's license, our education, our diplomas. Like that's, I think, the future of it. So um, that's what we're implementing as soon as okay. possible with stage specifically. But okay. I'm really fascinated with SBTs. Um, All right, cool. No, I, I misunderstood that then. It. But no, that I think that's awesome, right? Because there's there's certain things that like you want to trade, right? It's like if somebody wants, if I want to be a member of a community. I can buy into that. And then at some point, maybe I outgrow the community. I no longer be part of it. I, there's still some residual value there and I can then sell it, right? But to your point is like, you can't be buying and selling identities and like, you know, diplomas of education and stuff like that, right? Because that yeah. uh, doesn't necessarily make sense long-term. Exactly, exactly. And I, I, I was so stoked when I first read about <laughs> SBTs. I was like, this is so cool. This is perfect. Because it didn't really, like the NFTs like, didn't really make sense for the education. I mean, because this is the thing, right? It's like Web3 is going to affect every single industry. And so it's really just kind of like, what industry are you in? And then how do you want to guess how NFTs, SBTs, like how do you want to guess that Web3 is going to affect it? And then try and get involved into that because that is where it's, you know, going. So I always tell people, I'm like, you don't have to, it's not necessarily like getting into web three. It's basically being like, how does this benefit like the space that I'm in? And then how can I be the one to initiate that? Because that's like such a huge opportunity, you know? So for me, it's education system. Like, I'm like, how can um, we push this trajectory forward? Because it, nothing makes me more sad to talk to friends who have been in college for four years and they don't use a goddamn thing that they were taught they don't use a, anything like any literally anything and they just they the job that they're working right now was like through a friend and through this and through like a coincidence over here and it's all very like um like you couldn't have guessed that so it makes me um angry also because uh this is a, the one thing that we'll always be able to do is learn but we're not always going to be young and I think right. trading no, I that agree. is not fair. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, with, uh, you know, stage, even sirens, it's like, we're just giving, uh, the goal is to just give tools to be able to, to, to um, right. literally create, create your own life, like genuinely so, create your own life. Um, right. So it, I, I, I think yeah, one of the interesting layers, things you know? is, uh, and I, I know this from my project that I launched and I'm really curious as to why uh, your reasonings are because and I'll share mine afterwards. But why did you decide to forego a roadmap? These were just these are personal goals that I've personally wanted to do for a long time. Um, the idea of building a retreat center, a school like of some capacity, bringing in thought leaders, um, teaching people. And then also just it just made sense, I would say, not more so like we wanted this like I roadmaps kind of make me laugh sometimes, but like I genuinely this was it, we were going to do it regardless. So it was like, let's just right. create that for people. Yeah, no, I, where, um, where do you, you plan know. on uh, building the, the retreat? Um, there is we already secured like a plot of land in Texas. Amazing. And then you plan on, I guess, yeah, yeah. Uh, token holders will have some sort of utility of being able to attend the location once it's built. All right. Cool. Yes. I mean, I, I think this is really yes. cool. What uh, I get you. So here's, a I guess, an interesting choice. Uh, I'm super curious as to why you decided to build on Solana as opposed to maybe an Ethereum or EVM compatible chain. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like 
the ETH is kind of like the Windows and Solana is kind of like the Mac, Apple. <laughs> like it just feels like that to me. Also, it's better for the environment. Who the fuck wants to pay for gas fees? So it just makes sense. I, I, I just, you know, it just makes sense. I okay. guess I would I mean, yeah, I mean, I think you. like to me is I, I think Solana, yeah. I think they've done a really good job at um, kind of lowering the cost of transactions. But I feel like uh, there's still a ton of value accrual on yeah. Ethereum. So I personally am still like waiting till Solana or maybe some sort of other solution uh, will uh, will kind of make itself known uh, to the community and we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Once again, it's it's so early. <laughs> so we're just yeah, we'll see. All right, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, that's super, super interesting. I Are you going to be working with your community to help like onboard them and like help them through the process of creating wallets and, you know, like, like. Yeah, we're going to be giving. Um, yeah, we're going to be giving education, like mm -hmm. NFT education, basically, as well, because yeah. we're going to like we're going to need to offer that. I think that's like right. I, I wish every community would offer that because it's like you're coming on for the first time being like, how do I even do this? How do I even join a community? So, um, yeah, we're we are we already have some education videos um, on our our uh, tech platform stage. So we're just going to flush it out for more of specifically to sirens. Cool. Um, but I, think I mean, that's that's, crucial, that's, yes. that's really cool. I, I mean, I get really excited mm -hmm. when I talk to people that are uh, really excited about Web3 that have large uh, web two or, or legacy audiences because i mean you are so influential and especially when you talk to people that are so young right like it's it's so funny when i first got into nfts and i started explaining them to people and i talked to anybody over the age of 30 and they'd be like nfts are stupid i'm like all right cool like why don't you talk to like your 12 year old nephew and let's see what they think about nfts right and like you explain the concept <laughs> to them and they're like oh yeah this is awesome like how do i do this Right. Like, I, you know, it's like, I love this. Right. And it's like, uh, and I always use the, yeah. the Fortnite example where I started playing Fortnite at the beginning of quarantine and I started playing with my friends and one of them has a 12 year old nephew. And the first thing he asked me is like, what skins did you buy? You know, and it's like this, this kid, you know, he spends, you know, he takes oh, all wow. his allowance and he spends it on digital goods, like whether it be Minecraft, Roblox, Fortnite, whatever it is. And he values that more than like, you know, a pair of Jordans or whatever, right? And it's like, you know, maybe that changes over time, but he will be okay with owning a purely digital asset. So I think when the the earlier we can onboard people into uh, the Web3 ecosystem, I think it's overall better for, for, you know, humanity as a whole, where we're not necessarily beholden to these mega tech corps that, yeah. you know, decide all of a sudden that, you know, they want to change the rules. Yeah, well, and also it's just like, to, to put all of our material things um, in the metaverse as opposed to like creating them uh, and hurting our planet. Like this, it's a, it's an amazing thing. Like I, I, I get excited about that because I'm just like, wow, we really are, like if we do this correctly, when we do this correctly, um, everything that is quote unquote bad for earth will be, it won't, we won't be doing it so much on earth anymore. Like we'll be, you know, making clothes in the metaverse and it'll all, um, all of those desires that we have, right? Cause I'm, I'm conflicted all the time. I'm just like, I am such an advocate for the environment. I mean, who, who isn't, you know, but at the same time, I love fashion and I love the fashion industry. And I'm just like, I feel tied all the time. Um, 
But now with the new world that we're creating, it's like, this isn't going to affect it, which is so exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, totally, totally makes sense. Um, last question. Uh, well, I, I guess I have two more, but uh, what do you think Web3 uh, will be able to accomplish? Uh, like, and what goals do you think Web3 will accomplish that Web2 failed at? Real communal events. I think uh, with Web2, it was like, come for this launch party, but it's like no one, you know, it's not very fun. Like those right. outings are not very fun, but um, with the the community aspect of things, I think the gatherings will be a lot more fun. I, it depends on how far you look at all of these right. things. Cause it's like, no, I, I it's going to change everything, yeah. but right. compared to web true, um, it's a healthier way to communicate and, and be a part of something. So just, it will just be better for us as um, a society. I think will also bring us back to, um, what we lost. I, I, and I really think that's, that's personally, my goal is like coming back to that. Um, there's enough for everyone. I think this, the scarcity mentality that web two has where it's like, keep going, it's a black hole, keep posting more, keep selling more, da, da, da. It's just, it's so, um, not sustainable. Right. No, <laughs> and with web three, yeah, with with Web three, you're you're a part of something greater that's also holding you up. Right. So and also, um, I, I feel it's, like it's holding you accountable to an extent, right? It's like you get that oh, yeah. instant community feedback uh, of people that don't necessarily want to see you fail; they want to see you succeed, but they'll like keep you in check, right? And yeah. that to me, I think, has been really a really interesting concept of being able to get that real time feedback. So you could be like, okay, I think this works. And then all of a sudden you start implementing. It's like, oh, wait, the community doesn't really love this. What if we tweak it like this? Yeah. And then, oh, that's that's the product that they want. That's that's the way they want to interact. Right. I have a question for you yeah. real quick. What how do you how do you think uh, the differentiation between Web 2 um, getting canceled on Web 2 versus getting canceled on Web 3? Like cancel culture. Like, what do you think? How is that transitioning? I think honestly, I think it's kind of the same so far. Yeah, it feels the same, yeah. right? It feels like it, it might even be a little. I, I mean, I don't know. You've been you've been uh, under the spotlight for longer than I have, but like it, it's just it's just like everybody has a really loud voice, right? When they're mad, and it, it's funny because it could just be like ten people out of the millions that follow you, but they're the loudest, right? And like those are the ones that I, I if you're anything like me, you pay attention to like all the or at some point you paid attention to all the negative feedback. And like, you could have like yeah. hundreds of thousands of positive comments. You're like, but that one person hates me. And like, you're like, why? Uh, I, I think we're still <laughs> there. I think we're still there. Um, but I do think that like, I've seen in, in cancel culture and web three where people that deserve it, right? Like there's no, obviously they deserve that cancellation, but I think there've been situations where, you know, people that don't deserve it, um, people end up sticking up for them. But I think you see that in web two anyway. So I, I, don't, I haven't seen yeah. a difference. Have you noticed a difference or no? No, but it was just, it was so, um, cancel culture was so prominent in the last two years. And I was like, uh, this is beneficial and this is also very dangerous. And I'm just, I, I'm curious how Web3 is. It's more of just like a anyone listening to this, like how is that going to affect it? Because it, it, we do need to hold people accountable. I just think... Uh, sometimes the way we've done it has been very vicious to the point where it's like, they're still here. Like we still, um, 
especially if they don't deserve it. So I'm, I'm just curious how we're going to handle that. I, it's really, I didn't have an answer. I was just curious. I mean, I, I think the interesting thing that um, I, I'd be curious to see how it works long term, right, is like when, and I, this is kind of related to cancel culture, but I think more about censorship, right? Whereas like mm -hmm. on a centralized platform, uh, you kind of have a small body that will decide what is okay and what is not okay to say, right? To get shadow banned or, or account suspended or whatever. And you kind of don't know the rules because they kind of make it up as they go. But I think the interesting thing, I think in the future will be like, what if like, let's say Twitter or Instagram was decentralized and there was like a voting council to say, okay, hate speech, this is hate speech and you will have your account suspended for this, but like the community votes on it, right? So it's like, you know, if the community is okay with it and the community stands for certain values, then it should be allowed across, you know, and it shouldn't be like a gray area of like, oh, well, you know, this person doesn't like you, so you got canceled or, or you got censored, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's kind of the promise of Web3 is kind of getting rid of that ambiguity from a centralized mm -hmm. uh, system and kind of giving it to the actual community where it's like, okay, well, you know, it, it almost kind of like being being judged in a court of your peers, right? Where it's like, okay, well, we understand the facts and this is the way the community votes. And I think if it's when it's clear and everybody can see it, then I think that to me is like the promise of Web3 is like you have the community deciding as opposed to like, you know, two or three people deciding what is acceptable and what's not. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, <Good answer. laughs> so uh before before i let you go uh what's what's your favorite nft and you can't say my uh, <laughs> uh, i right now okay bears like i'm really into their vibe I, okay bears yeah all right all right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, if uh, for those people in the audience uh, that want to find out more about you and and what you're working on, what's the best place to 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 check you out? Um, well, we have a website for Siren Girls. It's called Sirens World. So that's where you can see all the information that I might have left out. Um, my Instagram is Alexis Run. And you can also check out my uh, the actual the, the the wellness community that I have that is launched right now, which is We Are Warriors, um, and that's just WeAreWarriors.co. Um, we do have an application process now, just because um, uh, with any community, once you have such an amazing set of people, we want to just continue to um, find people that align as well. Mm. Um, and am I missing anything else? Uh, Twitter is Alexis Ren. Um, and yeah, I think that's, I think that's it. Right. Well, thank you for taking time to come on the show. Uh, I really appreciate it. This was actually a really, really fun combo about, I think, mental health, Good. which is obviously uh, something that I feel like is discussed, definitely not discussed enough in the space. So thank you for taking the time, looking forward to uh, your project and uh, supporting you uh, in, in the, on crypto Twitter. Thanks, G Money. Appreciate talking to you too. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Bye.